0: Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast here for Friday, May 24th. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy. Here with uh, weatherman and Major League Baseball and DFS expert Mark Paquette. Uh, make sure to check out all his weather reports and his weather blog on winddailydfs.com. Big slate, so let's get right into it, Mark. Uh, before we tackle the games, give us an advanced weather uh, scouting report for tonight's slate. Okay,
1: real quickly, uh, some thunderstorms around Kansas City. Not expecting a postponement, a delay certainly possible during the game. Some of the thunderstorms could be strong or severe. In a situation like this, most of the time they play, but there's no guarantee that a thunderstorm could be so bad that they have to postpone it. I'd put those chances at probably 20% or less, but just pay attention to me, as you said. The other places where weather may play a factor is – uh, Pittsburgh, Washington, St. Louis—all really warm. And the ball should—that uh, should help the the ball carry. I, I think I mentioned Washington, yeah. And then domes closed in Toronto, Milwaukee, and Houston.
0: All right, let's get to uh, tonight's games. Uh, we'll start with Miami and Washington. Two teams uh, there in the basement of the National League East. After Washington got swept at the Mets four straight games. They desperately need a win. Uh, Pablo Lopez has an 8.03 road ERA. So I'll go for Anthony Rendon at 5,500 on DraftKings. Adam Eaton for 4,000. 4,600 for Juan soda. Matt, S- Matt Adams is in the lineup. Uh, I will also uh, strongly consider him at 4,100. And uh, what do you think of Kyle McGowan? Uh, you know, he's had some good minor league advanced numbers. Uh, he's only 7,000 on draft kings and he goes against the Marlins. You'll be looking at a major national stack tonight with pitching and hitting.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't know much about the Washington starter. I know he, this, he was a really young guy and hasn't had much major league experience, but uh, you sort of sold me. I mean, everyone's been picking on the Miami lineup and besides a grand slam and a ninth inning yesterday, that would, that uh, would have worked out very well. Um, throughout the whole week but yeah I mean I'll concentrate mainly on FanDuel Scott and so the guys that you mentioned on the Washington are generally affordable especially Matt Adams as you mentioned $2,300 on FanDuel um, Rendon is obviously more expensive 4300 and Soto 3800 but yeah I think Washington is in play if it was anything like Pablo Lopez's last Friday night start in New York you uh, will make some good money stacking against him tonight
0: Los Angeles Dodgers and Pittsburgh Pirates tonight. Uh, that game is at 7.05 p.m. Eastern at beautiful PNC Park. Seems like Walker Buehler is pretty much chalk tonight, and he's only 9,900 on DraftKings. It's not like he's 11,000. So uh is going to be a chalk play tonight. Yikes. Well, uh,
1: interesting fact about this, and I know I'll keep it quick. I am going to this game tonight, and I'll be there and tweeting out some images Weather looks absolutely spectacular, as you mentioned. Um, I was almost looking on the other side. I mean, Josh Bell right now has to be the hottest hitter in all of the National League or maybe all of Major League Baseball. Uh, I'm not using Bueller simply because Pittsburgh has been hitting the ball. Now, I could be very wrong because Bueller has a ton of potential, but I like the hot bat, and, and I like Josh Bell.
0: All right, moving on to uh, San Diego and Toronto. The uh, the Padres are not a team that I usually uh, try to cherry pick hit- hitters from, but I'll take one or two tonight going against Trent Thornton. Franville Reyes is hitting three fourteen with seven homers and twelve RBIs in twenty two road games. He's at forty four hundred and Manuel Margot. Even though he's at the bottom of the lineup, he's a great punt play tonight, hitting 306 with eight RBIs and seven run scores and 20 road games. He's only 2,900 on DraftKings. Yeah, he's
1: a great uh, value on FanDuel as well at only 2,200. I guess the problem is is he's a fourth outfielder, so you're just going to have to be checking the lineup to make sure he's in there. Um, As I mentioned, roof should be closed that kind of limits the offense a little bit, but it's still a good hitting park.
0: Yeah, the uh, the Padres are also coming up, calling up one of their top outfield prospects tonight. So what you have really have to do is you have to watch and see if Margot is in the lineup, uh, if he is, he's a great salary saver. Detroit at the Mets, uh, Noah Syndergaard, Chalky tonight at 10100 Uh, But you have to like some of the Mets hitters, even though they have a depleted lineup going against uh, Gregory Soto and that 28th-ranked uh, bullpen. Uh, Pete Alonso well worth 5,300. J.D. Davis played regularly now uh, with the injuries at 4,200 draft kicks. And I like Ahmed Rosario as a tournament play at 3,900 if he's at the leadoff spot again.
1: All well said. Detroit has a lefty on the mind- mound. Look for Rajay Davis to play. J.D. Davis, as you mentioned, is playing every day, but it had been playing only against lefties, being a lefty masher. So those are my two favorite plays of the day, especially J.D. Davis, as he'll probably be batting in the two-hole. But Rosario is good as well, since he'll be batting leadoff.
0: Yeah, Roger Davis actually hit his first home run as a Met the other night. He actually arrived at City Field in the third inning you with know, Uber, couldn't find his way to the clubhouse uh, for a little while, but got popped in the lineup. And hit a, a home run off of Sean Doolittle. I was there for that. It was it was very interesting to see that from the press box. Uh, Jared Eikhoff is a guy I'm going to de- uh, be attacking tonight with the Brewers. Uh, we don't know if Christian Yelich is going to play or not. If Ben Gamble is in the lineup, I like him at 3,700. And Keston Hyura, uh, worth strong consideration also. He's been hitting 55th or 6th recently, and he's 3,700.
1: Yeah, whenever the Brewers are at home, you look to use some of their bats. As you mentioned, Yellick is first and foremost, but he hasn't played because of a sore back the last couple of days. But, yeah, um, up and down the lineup, uh, Lorenzo Cain, 3,300 on FanDuel. Grandal, 3,200. Um, Jiorra, 2,700. Aguilar, 2,500. They, they're affordable.
0: Tampa Bay at Cleveland. Blake Snell for 11,400. On DraftKings against Shane Bieber, who's coming off a great start at ten thousand four hundred, uh, Snell is maybe the most chalky play. There are a lot of chalky plays, uh, you know. I'm realizing as I scroll again through tonight's slate to where some of them may not be chalky. Do you want to split eleven thousand four hundred on Blake Snell? Will you on DraftKings would you get no Syndergaard for ten thousand one hundred? I say no. Shane Bieber is 10,400, but he may not get the win. So, you know, I'm leaning more towards pitchers like Syndergaard, and uh, you probably talked me out of Bueller. but this is going to be a great pitching matchup, but it might be a game to avoid with Tampa Bay and Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, bats
1: don't even bother with the bats in this game. Both teams have really good pitching staffs and have their probably their best pitchers going on the mound as of right now um, with good bullpens behind them. So, yeah, you look for a low-scoring game. I hadn't checked the. Total for this, but geez, I may have to put the ten dollars or so on the under here. But I'm sure it's a pretty low under. Um, yeah, what can, more can you say about Shane Bieber in his last start? I think I saw he had 24 swinging strikes or something incredible like that with his 15 strikeouts. And we all know how good Blake Snell can be.
0: You're listening to the Win Daily podcast with Scott Engel and Mark Paquette uh, for the Friday night uh, evening full slate. Uh, One game in the afternoon as well today. Uh, The Cubs will be at home, but uh, covering the night games, Boston and Houston, Uh, Chris Sale, 11,200 against Houston, probably going to steer off of that. Uh, Wade Miley's only 7,700, but not a good lineup for him to face. This is another game to avoid for me because you never know when Miley's going to come out and pitch a good game. People always seem to load up against him and uh, frequently get disappointed. Yeah,
1: I think you're nailing it right on the head here. Normally, if Chris Sale's pitching, especially how he's going, I look for him as a a number one. But against Houston, he just faced him his last time out. They really made him work, got his pitch count up. He was out of the game um, after five and a third innings, I believe. He had five walks on it. So I, I think Houston, even though they're scuffling at the bats, and my gosh, they were – complete game shut out by lucas di Alito last night in chicago i mean it was in houston excuse me by chicago yeah this is a game as you said it's very unpredictable um i don't know what to do with this game
0: yeah we covered philadelphia milwaukee uh jared eikhoff against chase anderson uh the one thing uh how do you feel about the philadelphia hitters against chase anderson
1: Yeah, I mean, as we just said, uh, Miller Park is great for hitters. Um, It does look like the roof will be closed because some rain will be around. That limits the hitters a tiny bit, but it's still a great hitting park. Um, I mean, you probably attack on the left side of the 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 plate. So Bryce Harper. um, Not sure who else they got for lefties in there. Um, Not a ton of. That's a pretty right-handed lineup. I think Rio Mielto, Kingery is all righties. maybe a double Herrera if he's in that and then for some savings. But again, that's sort of a fade game. I have other favorites that I, I that I'm gonna yeah. use more.
0: Chicago is at the White Sox or Minnesota and Jose Barrios, uh one of the top pitchers of the night, maybe the best of the night. He's below eleven thousand on DraftKings at ten thousand two hundred. You won't have to spend up, you know, for a sale or, or somebody else we mentioned is Above eleven thousand, he is going against Ronaldo Lopez, who's kind of up and down. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't, I don't like uh, Lopez against this lineup. In fact, I would be afraid to throw any Rosario out there at forty eight hundred. Uh, Max Kepler, we have to check on his health. Uh, he may or may not be available tonight. He, if he is, he's forty five hundred. Uh, I, I like him. Also, and Jason Castro at at, uh, 4,200, although I'd rather spend up for Yasmati Grandal at 4,500 tonight if I'm I'm looking at other catchers. And we'll get to my favorite catcher tonight in just a little while.
1: Well, on FanDuel, as you mentioned with Breos, you need strikeouts, and he is not a strikeout pitcher. Even though the White Sox do strike out quite a bit, I'm not, I I have a, a more pitching more favorable pitching matchups in my mind than spending up to him there. And for bats, I think I saw on ESPN that the twins just broke the record for most home runs through this point in the season by, I think they hit five or six yesterday. Yeah. I mean, their bats are in play. I mean, I guess it's which ones do you want to use and which ones can you fit in? I mean, we do have cores on the slate and the Orioles are there and we know how bad their pitching can be.
0: Yes, but uh, I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, I might not want to attack them, actually. Who I really want to attack, my favorite stack of the night is St. Louis against Mike fulton who has really, really struggled. 750 road ERA. Right-handers have actually hit better against him with 327 batting average against fulton and six of his 10 home runs allowed against righty. Uh, I say we go dual Pauling. Paul Goldschmidt's my play of the night at 4,100. Uh, and Paul DeJong at four thousand seven hundred. Gotta love Goldsmith at four thousand one hundred on DraftKings. Uh, I'll also take Dexter Fowler's in the lineup at thirty eight hundred. And Yadier Molina, my catcher of the night, at thirty seven hundred. Uh, the Cardinals are my favorite stack of the night.
1: Awesome. Um, I'm sort of liking the other side of the the bats there. I do like this as an offensive game. It is warm. The wind is blowing out. Even though Bush Stadium is generally a pitcher's park, I like the weather conditions to help the batters out tonight. On the other side of the dish, I was looking at Austin Riley. I was looking at Josh Donaldson. I'm looking at uh, Freeman. And Acuna is extremely streaky, and he is priced up because he just went on a hot streak. But he was 0 for 6 yesterday, so I'm probably going to stay away from him. But I like those three bats. In the middle of the Braves lineup. Maybe even Swanson, too, to get some affordability. Yeah,
0: those are those are more of tournament plays to me because you talk about the weather and the wind blowing out, but Mikolas has actually been bad at bad the on the road and good at home. So uh, you know, I might want to avoid Braves for some other hitters, especially Yankees. The Yankees are at the Royals tonight. Uh definitely attack Jacob Judas. I'll certainly have some Yankees. Uh, Glyber Torres will be very upset to move away from Baltimore, but he'll find Kansas City, even though it's not a hitter's park for the pitching to be just as friendly. So I'll take him for 5,100 on DraftKings. Kendrick Morales is a really good punt at 3,200. And depending where where Brett Gardner is in the lineup tonight, I could also consider him at 4,500.
1: I agree. Again, much like St. Louis, it's going to be warm. It's going to be humid. The ball should carry, even though Kaufman is one of the worst hit parks to hit homers in in all of Major League Baseball. The weather should actually be helping the batters a little bit. Yeah, and the Yankees are always going to be popular in DFS just because of who they are, the Yankees. But the prices for some of the guys, like you mentioned, Gardner's only 3100 on FanDuel. That's certainly affordable against a, a below-average pitcher in Clint Frazier who has a ton of power is only $3,600. So maybe you try to look for some of the underpriced Yankees and not spend up for Sanchez at 4500 or Torres at $3,900. I, 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 would,
0: I would spend up for Torres the way he's going, yeah. but with Yachty and Molina going against uh, Mike Fulton-Evich, I'll, I'll. he's my favorite catcher of the night. Baltimore's a Colorado. The, the, the conventional thinking is let's load up against Baltimore – uh, in Colorado, it makes so much sense. But John Means has been really, really good. He's been the one starting pitcher that uh, has really stood out for the Baltimore Orioles. His chain changeup is creating a lot of buzz, and we've seen good pitchers go into Colorado and hold that lineup down. I, I don't think I don't think I'm. Uh, I think a rocky stack, but some people might go in tonight. I'm I'm staying away from it. I like what I've seen of Means Meanwhile, on the other side, I might take an Oriole hitter or two against Jeff Hoffman.
1: I agree with you here. And uh, when I was talking about cores before, I should have meant that I actually like the Orioles bats. Real quick physics lesson for those listening in out there. It's generally sinkers and curveballs that have trouble at Coors Field because the ball doesn't move. As you mentioned, Means' best pitch is his changeup. He's a fastball changeup pitcher. Low air density at cores really shouldn't affect his pitches or how he pitches. So I like him as well. I do like um, generally when you go to cores, you see the opposing team's bats priced way up. Unfortunately, or fortunately for us, because the Orioles are so bad, their bats aren't that crazy expensive. Their best hitters only forty three hundred dollars with Mancini on FanDuel, and some of their good hitters, Nunez, Wilkerson, are. are, are Ruez are all affordable in the low 3,000s or even in 2,000s. Another thing to keep in mind—I know I'm a little long-winded here—is they sent Joey Ricard down yesterday, and they haven't brought anyone up. Like someone like Cedric Mullins, if he's brought back up to the major league and is in the roster, he's at 2,500 on FanDuel. And when are you going to see a price—a player at that price starting potentially at Coors Field?
0: All right, uh, Seattle is in Oakland, and there are some values on the board when you look to go against Wade LeBlanc. Uh, you have uh, you have two hitters who I really like. Stephen Piscotty has absolutely been murdering lefties. Three seventy-three with eleven RBIs. He's only. He's only thirty seven hundred. Jerickson Profar at three twenty seven with seven RBIs against lefties. He's only thirty nine hundred. So there's two A's that I like right there.
1: Um, I'm looking on the mound. Mengden is this is his third stat, start back from injury or rehab. He was stretched out to six or seven innings uh, his last start. And Seattle over the last seven days is the only team that is striking out more than thirty percent of the time. Um, so what I'm doing on FanDuel, obviously you get more potential points for strikeouts than you do necessarily on DraftKings with with, uh, where they take into consideration uh, base runners and such. So I'm looking at Mengden at a good savings for my cash pitcher in FanDuel, and then I'm going to spend up on big bats. I like Mengden tonight, and as you mentioned, how can you not like the, on the other side of the ball the A's offense as well?
0: The one thing we're begged to know in that matchup, Seattle strikes out a lot, but they also, uh, you know, they've been a top three hitting team all year.
1: For sure. Right. And I think at one point they were the best offensive team on the road. Unfortunately or fortunately, they haven't been in the Coliseum yet, I believe. And that is a strong pitcher's park. So a lot of the theory was out there is Safeco is a strong pitcher's park, too. You get them away from Safeco, they hit the heck out of the ball. Well. It's not Yankee Stadium, it's not uh, Camden Yards, it's not that. You're going to Oakland Coliseum, which, again, is one of the best parks for pitchers.
0: Yeah, well, I guess that makes it more of a GPP play, because there is some risk that he does get pasted. <laughs> uh, Texas at the Angels, you have, uh, you have Griffin Canning, who's been a, uh, a popular, popular play, actually. Uh, or am I thinking of the Detroit pitcher?
1: Oh uh, no! It's it's Griffin Canning for the Angels. Yes, he's on the mound for the Angels.
0: Yeah, he's uh he's uh he's actually been you know a selective play here and there. Uh, Drew Smiley's going against Texas, but what what bats do you really pick up from the Angels other than spending the fifty eight hundred on Mike Trout? Uh, maybe you to David Flesher's a nice bargain at thirty six hundred, but I don't like any other. I don't like any other hitters from that lineup. Uh, and, you know, Griffin Canning, have you used him at all this year? Yeah, I used him my last
1: – his last two starts. He's coming off his best start of his career, seven innings of no-run ball, striking out six. Um, yeah, you mentioned um, Drew Smiley. If he was a righty, I'd be all over LaStella and Otani, but obviously he's not. So, yeah, you look at other sides of the ball, the bat there, and, yeah, I mean, Trout stands out. I mean, other than that, it's not anyone – you may have uh, spoken me or changed my mind about Mengden, and my second cash pitcher, if I was going to do so, was going to be Griffin Canning. But the problem there is, is that Texas has some lefty bats that can hurt you. Yes, they do strike out, but at Anaheim Park, they brought down the fence in right field. So I like left-handed batters there against right-handed hitters. So I still have some thinking to do as compared to who my cash pitcher is going to be on FanDuel.
0: Final game for us to cover Arizona and San Francisco, Robbie raised 10,900. Uh, he's erratic, but he could rack up the strikeouts tonight. Uh, Drew Pomeranz on the, on the other side is as well. Uh, Pomeranz does tend to pitch well sometimes at home. Uh, this might be a game I, I avoid from, from that perspective. Uh, the one guy that I might consider here is Ray, but you know, if I could get Barrios or Syndergaard in the same range, I'm kind of uh, leading towards them. Although, if I roll out multiple lineups, I'll go with Ray.
1: Yeah, this is, as you mentioned, is an ick game for me. Uh, normally, when a, there's a game at Oracle, you look to the pitchers right away. But you got Drew Pomerantz. Man, if I have to roster Drew Pomerantz in 2019 in DFS, I'm really hit the bottom of the barrel. Even if David Peralta doesn't play because he's been injured, um, still. I don't want to touch that. And then on the other side, Ray, as you said, ton of strikeout potential, but he's walking five to six guys a game. He can't get through the fifth inning because his pitch count's almost at 100. He just can't go deep in games. And and San Francisco isn't a team that's going to strike out a ton and going to make him work and get that pitch count up. GPP only for me.
0: All right, that pretty much wraps it up. I would say uh, my favorite stack's, of the night is, uh, I said St. Louis number one. Uh, the Yankees are certain, certainly up there as well. Uh, I think Milwaukee and uh, you maybe you could even run an Oakland stack.
1: Who was uh, uh, St. Louis? Who's the pitcher they're opposing again? Fulton Evich. Oh, yeah. He hasn't been good for Atlanta this year. I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, yeah. I mean, as you mentioned, the double Pauls. Young's been their best overall player, while Goldsmith should be eventually their best overall player. So I like that. And they're batting two and three in the lineup, I believe.
0: Yes, and uh, favorite pitching for me, it's Barrios and Syndergaard. But you also have to consider Kyle McGowan against the Marlins as a nifty play.
1: Yeah, that, that's I, so he has some really good minor league stats. Is he a high prospect for them? Has he been stretched out, or are you not aware of that?
0: uh he's had some good advanced numbers in the minors over the last two years so i feel they're like comfortable bringing him in as a starter
1: yeah okay so that may be the way to go i mean because he's cheaper on FanDuel than both mengden and uh who is the other guy like griffin canning so if i want to spend up for some oriole bats some big bats other ways that's the way to go i think we're in agreement that. The Rockies could be a trap tonight. And it automatically, as soon as someone sees a lefty on the mind, a mound in course, they go, give me Story, give me Arenado. I think that may be a mistake tonight.
0: It could be. All right. what's the, but Not a mistake is checking out Wind Daily uh, all throughout the day for more updates, including weather updates from Mark Paquette. Mark, where do people follow you on Twitter?
1: DFS MLB weather. I know it's a little confusing, but we play DFS, we play M- MLB, and I'm a weatherman.
0: He's a weatherman, but he's also a baseball expert who wins in daily. Uh, Make sure you get the new book as well from Jason Mizrahi, our CEO and founder. And tomorrow's podcast will feature Mark and Jason. Thank you for listening to the Win Daily uh, podcast for Friday, May 24th. And we hope you cash like our Jared Contestable tonight.